2: Hi, boys and girls! Welcome to episode number four of Crowversation. Hmm. So, this episode is a little different from my previous two episodes, as in, I don't have a guest for this episode. It's just me. So, if you get sick of the sound of my voice by the end of it, I'm really sorry. I also have lost my voice a tiny bit. You may be able to hear. That just generally comes from being me and being a yelly person. I talk too loud. What can I say? So this episode is focused around something that I fucking love. Christmas. I fucking love Christmas so much. And I thought I would do an episode trying to highlight some of the things that I think are perhaps not very feminist about. Christmas now these are all my opinions I have done my research I've been researching all day and it's been so fucking interesting um but it is overall what I'm saying my opinions I'm also looking for more knowledge always looking to widen my brain skills and facts and things god I sound so intelligent there don't I But, yeah, I'm interested to hear you guys take on it. And if you have any fun Christmas facts or really interesting Christmas things to tell me, please do. Leave me a comment on Instagram. Leave me an email. You can get that on my um, Instagram as well. Message me on my Facebook page or on Twitter. Tweet me. All my social medias, you know, is at Cats and Crows. K-A-T-S-A-N-D-C-R-O-W-S. So, yeah, I'm a... Uh, I'm ready to delve into the Christmas wonderland and I I hope you enjoy the episode. I hope you don't get sick of the sound of my voice. (laughs) Boys and girls, welcome to episode four of Crowversation. When I was growing up, all my role models were met. I didn't see anyone I could relate to in the press, online, anywhere. Now, I'm surrounded with the most phenomenal women. They've each endured unique hardships and survived. More than survived, they thrive. But still, women are not equal in the world. Not represented in the media. Not treated equally online. And still subjected to sexism in everyday life. Alternative women especially are more a hashtag than they are real humans. I want to change that. I want you to see the women I see. I want you to hear them. This is conversation. Okay so Christmas. Anybody who knows me knows I fucking love Christmas. I know it's a little bit early. It is only January the 15th. Not January. Fuck what am I talking about? It is November the 15th. And we have, um, I can't count, but yeah, not that long until Christmas. Well, in my world, it's not that long. I've already started decorating my house. I'm sat here with a nice little sausage roll. Mm. Mm. I've got my glass of wine. I am in full Christmas swing, boys and girls. So, this episode, I wanted to dedicate to Christmas. But the Christmas that we all know and love is perhaps not the best representation of a feminist holiday. There are quite a few things about Christmas which I could suggest improvements for. Now, as it's Christmas, and I fucking love Christmas, did I mention that already? I have styled this as Rebecca Crow's 12 Feminist Points of Christmas. Yep, it's fucking cheesy and it's fucking good. I've been sat indoors researching these all day and you know what? There's some really interesting things to learn about Christmas. I know we always go on about how the values of Christmas have been forgotten and it's just a commercial holiday, which it is, let's face it. Um, But hell, there's a lot to learn about Christmas and it's really interesting and it's very sexist. So... Let's begin. Point number one. The Nativity. Let's go way back, way back, guys, to the Christian conception of Christmas. Jesus was born to Mary, and when he was born, Mary was apparently a virgin. So this was an immaculate conception where an angel came, or whoever it was. I'm so sorry, I've not studied the Bible, so if this is slightly incorrect... I'm sorry. So something has come down and told Mary that you're going to have a baby. So her choice to carry this child has basically just been taken away. It's just like, oh, yep, I've got to have a baby now. Mm, No, I want to choose. Maybe she wanted to be a career-driven woman. Who knows? Maybe not in those times. But you see what I'm saying. Mary is famous for this. She is held in such high esteem as, like... The pure, perfect woman. And no woman is ever going to be as pure as her because we've all sinned and had sex. Oh no, sex. That horrible, dreaded thing that everybody hates. No, it's not right. If Mary's going to be celebrated for anything, she should be celebrated for being a bad ass who brought up an apparently amazing guy. I've only heard great things about him. And apparently seven other children on her own in a time where that was probably quite looked down upon. Oh my god, she is a formidable woman, but not because she had a baby unwittingly shoved in her stomach. That's not what makes her amazing. What makes her amazing is that she survived that and took it in her stride and fucking slayed it. Mary, thank you. Number two. Santa and Mrs. Santa Claus. Hmm. For size, what is Mrs. Claus's name? Does she have a name? Has anyone ever told me what her name is? I I don't think so. She's just an ambiguous womanly figure because, of course, all great men need a a woman to dote upon them and, and fix them all their food and clean the house while Santa's away working really hard, giving the presents out to the whole world, and Mrs Claus just stays at home because she can't help at all. She's just a poor little woman. Okay, maybe that is taking it a little bit far. Yes, Santa is this great figure based in... Perhaps truths from other religions, other times, other stories. Um, But Mrs. Claus, she's like a 1950s housewife, which was great in the 1950s. It's not very feminist, though, guys. Women can do the hard jobs. And if you're saying to kids that Santa is the only one that can possibly get around the world, Santa as well being an old white guy, so diverse, not at all, And he's the only one that can deliver all the presents around the world. That's not really saying much about women or any other humans for that sake, really, is it? So come on, guys. I want to see Mrs. Claus taking a more active role in Christmas. I want to see her bossing Santa around. I want to see her doing all the amazing things that women do do at Christmas. Because, let's face it, women work fucking hard at Christmas. I want to see her doing that. And I want to see her with a name, Please. Number 3. Gendered Christmas toys. Now, I know this is hot right now. Ever since I was little, Christmas toys have been sorted in brochures, in shops, for four girls and four boys. For him, for her. I don't understand why it needs to be that way. Yes, I suppose it is because companies can make more profit, Ugh. but... We are bringing our children up in such a world where girls are expected to get dolls and cooking utensils or play cooking utensils. You know those little plastic kitchens that you used to have when you were younger? I didn't have one and I always really fucking wanted one. So maybe that invalidates my point a little bit. But what I'm saying is boys get like science kits and cars and girls get toys. Everybody knows that's a problem. Everybody knows that's gender stereotyping and it's not helping towards women reach their ambitions in later life. If they can't see something, they can't aspire to it. So, toys. I want to see Barbie dressed as an astronaut. I mean, there is Barbies dressed as astronauts. And Barbie is getting a lot better. But I also want to see pink boys toys. I want to see everything listed as gender neutral. I want you to be able to take your daughter and your son into a shop, let them go free, and your son will come back with a nice... Pink princess dress, and your daughter will come back with a giant monster truck remote control car. That is the dream, isn't it? I mean, I definitely wanted to play with a monster truck when I was a kid. Maybe that's just some issues there, but it's not very feminist. Let's give our girls, our little girls, our big girls, all the girls, let's give them something to aspire to, starting with their toys. Please, all right. Turn the page. Point number four. Gendered gifts for men and women. Here we go. It's the same thing. Doesn't matter how old you get, there are gifts geared for boys and for girls. I was in booths the other day and I went into the women's gift section and it was all cosmetics, nail polishes, little cutesy gifts and then I went into the men's section and it was just kind of tools and booze and things like that and whilst perhaps maybe these aren't such harmful stereotypes as we're older it's still perpetuating a gender stereotype and when we see ourselves giving these gifts to each other and our kids see that it's reinforcing something which we know is not helpful to the world I want gifts to just be so neutral I know I know I know it may never be because people want to make money and while they know a way to make money, they're going to do it. And little old me sat here with my microphone and the Christmas wine and me ranty Christmas list. It's probably not going to change things. But if all of us just were more aware of the gifts we're giving, find like a nice gender-neutral gift. Also, maybe your boyfriend doesn't want that Lynx gift set. Hmm? Ever thought of that? Maybe it's nice to put a little bit of thought in, even if it's like, a secret Santa and you can find like a really cool gift that doesn't need to necessarily come from Boots gift shop for him section you know just a little bit of thought a little bit of thinking and eventually we can slowly coax the world into a more gender accepting place after all gender is a spectrum we all know that now and it needs to be reflected in the world and especially reflected around the world's biggest commercial holiday Christmas let's start there shall we? Okay, number five. Now, Christmas adverts. These are in the news every fucking year over Christmas. For some reason, somebody's upset by something, and that's completely understandable. Retailers aren't going to get it right every single time. But the majority of Christmas adverts that I see, especially perhaps in previous years, have been focused around women doing all the work for Christmas. You know? So, we are the ones going to the shops. Women are the ones cooking the dinner. Women are the ones working their asses off to execute Christmas Day perfectly. And while it's beautiful, and I know that women do this to an exceptionally high standard, women are fucking bosses. We are boss at Christmas. We slay. No pun intended, haha, there's so many Christmas puns in this. But what I'm saying is, do you remember that Asda advert, um, maybe two years ago, where the woman did the whole of Christmas, and it was kind of celebrated, it was like her time to shine, like, well done, yes, you did Christmas, and you're a woman, well done. I don't know, I guess it goes back to the Virgin Mary thing again. That's not what we should be celebrating women for. Yeah, they bossed a Christmas day, Probably because they have to, because it's expected of them. But that's not our only talents. A woman can boss anything. We shouldn't just get adverts showing ladies bossing it when it's organising Christmas Day. It's not a compliment, okay? You may think it's nice to be like, yeah, but look, we're showing you how much women do do and how much you're unappreciated and we're realising how unappreciated you are. Thank you for realising this, but you're still perpetuating the ideology that christmas is work for women i want to see christmas adverts to show people working together as a team people working together as a family people of different cultures coming together like for example the christmas tesco advert that's out now i know there's been a couple of problems with that and that is a whole nother kettle of fish that needs to be opened and explored because diversity is just a whole nother thing and i will be touching on that in later episodes, but for today, I want to see Christmas adverts that are filled with love, Christmas adverts that are filled with joy, and people celebrating each other's companies. I want to see all these different diverse families, not just your regular nuclear family, not just your regular mama, or grandmother, or whoever the strong matriarch of your family is, rounding up Christmas Day and bossing it, and that being the only thing that she's celebrated for. I want to see the whole family celebrate Christmas together and women be celebrated for things other than just bossing it on Christmas Day. You see what I'm saying? I hope so. Now, another Christmas thing which goes way back with the sexism is Christmas songs. Christmas songs, I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? What was it? Um... I saw Mummy kissing Santa Claus. What? And, uh, oh, Santa Baby. Santa Baby, think of all the boys I could have kissed, but I didn't. And that made me a good girl. What? The fuck? (laughs) No. It doesn't need to be in a song. And, oh, my God, my favourite one, obviously. Baby, it's cold outside. Remember? The one where he literally won't let her leave the house what the hell man, that is fucking weird and creepy and our kids are singing it, we're singing it and maybe, okay, it's not a problem to sing and enjoy a classic Christmas song, I fucking love Christmas songs, I love them so much, I've been playing them all day on repeat, I've listened to the same ones about four times and I'm not sick of them and I love them, I love them, but these again are just ideologies from like the 50s. I I think a lot of them were written back then as well. But come on. That is not feminist at all. Mummy kissing Santa Claus? No. Why would Santa just come in and sweep mummy off her feet? (laughs) A woman is just powerless to the charms of a hardworking man. Whoa. No. Come on guys. Santa baby, boys I kissed. Women, hella, go out and kiss anybody you want. You go and kiss all the humans of any variety humans of all varieties go and kiss each other show some love spread some love we love it it's not a bad thing don't not do it because you won't get any presents you'll get fucking presents because you're a badass if you're an excellent human you will get presents or maybe you don't even need presents because you're just an excellent human as it is overall no not kissing people just to get presents That's bullshit and yeah baby it's cold outside i think maybe that's one we can write off right Like, it's creepy. Like, no, you can't go. Oh, I really need to go. Oh, no, don't leave. You're not allowed to leave. Uh, Creepy. Very creepy. I'm sure if you wrote those lyrics down, they wouldn't be so different from a transcript from a conversation that could end up in a court case. So, no bueno. Maybe get rid of that song. But, like I said, we don't have to cut out all of our... There's sexism everywhere in life. As long as we acknowledge it's there and make sure we educate people that that's not right and that's not the way we live in the world now, then, sure, enjoy the song, sing along, laugh at its expense because it's so ridiculous. But, yeah, Christmas songs, let's sort that shit out. Now, something I did touch on earlier, too. Women's workload of Christmas. Let's face it, most of the time, mum, grandma, whoever your strong matriarch is in your family will be taking over, well not taking over, but taking control of running Christmas. Perhaps not. I'm not saying this is everybody's life. People's families are different. Not everyone has a nuclear family. I have a nuclear family, um, which is pretty boring really, but I love them to pieces. And ever since I was a kid, my mama has run Christmas. So, women's workload is just, it's crazy. And then, It's kind of glamorized, I guess, again by the adverts. I saw, I saw, what was it, the other day by Michael McIntyre, a comedy sketch where he said that women start planning Christmas from the second the smoke clears from um, Fireworks Night, which in the UK is what we celebrate um, on the 5th of November. Oh, God, I'm a terrible British person, I'm sorry. (sighs) Yeah, so, yeah, and then women start organizing from the second the smoke clears, and men pride themselves on not doing anything. I know that is funny, pretty funny, and most of the time true. But, guys, let's share the workload. I know my mum gets so stressed at Christmas, every Christmas as a kid that I remember my mum was ill on Christmas Day. She was snuggled up in a chair, in a dressing gown, with a cup of tea, and she was sick as hell. Hold
0: up.
1: A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Oh, because
2: you'd work so hard. And, yeah, women work so hard and they should be enjoying Christmas. So let's all help our mamas. Let's all help our grandmamas. Let's all help our sisters, our brothers, our dads, whoever it is that takes that role. And let's share it out. Christmas is about sharing, guys. So let's share the workload. And yeah. Women work hard. And you know what? Another video I saw. Children are being asked if a woman, a woman, could do Santa's job. And you know what most of them say? They said that she couldn't do it. What the hell? How do we so readily acknowledge that women do most of the work surrounding Christmas, shopping and cooking, etc., Typically, what used to be feminine tasks were given to women. But children don't think that she could do Santa's job? I think they said things like, oh, uh, the sacks of presents would be too heavy for her to carry. (laughs) Or that if she had a baby, she wouldn't have the time to give out all the presents too because she's too busy, like... How? How have we got this strange, contradicting culture where our children think women can't do a crazy hard job when women do a crazy hard job? Come on. So, this is not bashing men in any way. I know there are people out there, men who work fucking hard for Christmas and you pull it off and fucking well done, mate. You do it and you do it so good. But also, I suppose, men need feminism because you're perhaps not appreciated in this role as much. You're not. If you want to get in the kitchen and get crafty and get creative, perhaps it's not as easy for you because you are expected to take the typically masculine role. Perhaps perhaps that's where it comes from too. So I think overall we need to neutralize this workload and totally spread it out fairly. If the boys wanna decorate the Christmas tree and paint pretty pictures of angels with glitter with their kids and the girls want to hang around and have a beer let's fucking do that let's do that and let's do it good because we can all do it and we can all use a beer hell yeah Mm, number eight getting a little bit more serious now being single at christmas now i haven't experienced this personally but i've heard of it happening and it's perpetuated quite readily in Christmas movies as well, where a girl is looking for a boy or they're hopelessly heartbroken over a boy at Christmas and all their family is trying to set them up with this new great guy over Christmas. And, yeah, families perhaps sometimes expect you to be coupled up at Christmas. A lot of the advertising and activities around that time are geared towards happy couples and families and that's just not always the case, you know? Perhaps your friend's gone through a horrible breakup or they've just not had luck this year in the love life. But Christmas should be for everybody. It's not just for a couple happy people sat at home drinking on the sofa. So think about your mates who maybe are gonna be spending Christmas Day on their own. Oh my God, that's such a sad thought. I've never spent Christmas Day alone and for those of you that have, I would love to invite you around my house. If I could fit you all in, I would because that is such a sad thought to me. Christmas should be for joy and for all that. And, uh, yeah, I guess in the opposite way, if you are hanging out with your family and there can be a lot of pressure on you, you know, perhaps older relatives as well can nag you. Oh, when are you going to get married? When are you having a boyfriend? Why have you not got a boyfriend? Or perhaps you do have a partner and you've chosen not to tell them because... That would perhaps cause conflict in your family for any reason. You know what? If you're sat around the dinner table and your grandma or granddad or anyone in your family is putting pressure on another member of your family and making it uncomfortable, step in, be a hero, look out for them, L- look out for them. And, you know, Christmas is about being happy, it's not about being pressured to fit into a social norm of being coupled up or even just a social norm of any kind. Gotta stick up for your brothers, sisters, families, grandmama, mama, daddy, everyone. Christmas is not necessarily about being loved up. Now, number nine. This one's a pretty serious one. Touching on the relationship element again. Um, domestic violence. Domestic violence undeniably spikes around Christmas time. And this is a crime statistically, majority, majority, Mo- mostly perpetuated by males against women. Around Christmas time, it gets stressful. A lot more alcohol is consumed. Um, perhaps partners at home to monitor the behaviour of their partner more. They just generally are spending more time together. And um, domestic violence fucks sharp. up. It's Christmas. It's supposed to be a time of love. Anytime, it's never acceptable. There's literally no excuse ever to perpetuate violence against another human being unless it's consensual, I suppose, in a fight or a wrestling match or something. But there's literally no excuse. So Christmas time, look out for your family. If your parents this it could be them, it could be your best friend. It could be someone you know, a girlfriend of yours that is a victim. Or a guy that's a victim. Or, God forbid, you suspect them of abusing their partner. You've got to do something. You've got to help. Because, like, I think two women a week die from domestic violence. That's disgusting. That could not be allowed to happen over a period. And imagine that happened to a family at Christmas. And they had kids. How much would that tear your family to pieces and ruin Christmas for those people forever, that's fucked up, man, so, this Christmas, every Christmas, look out for your mates, look out for your family, and watch yourself, if you find that you know, having a few drinks, you get a bit mouthy, or, God forbid, any worse, and you become an aggressive person, don't fucking do it, there's no excuse, don't do it, okay? no excuse, let's stop this now, domestic violence, so sad, it can happen both ways, but like I said, mostly women, and it's got to stop, but it's not ever, ever going to be a welcome part of Christmas, fuck it off, get rid of it, okay, good, glad we come to agreement on that, guys, now, let's cheer the mood up again, let's have a glass of wine, if you're drinking while listening to this, I applaud you, it's one of my favourite activities, if you're not, I also applaud you for being an excellent human being and thank you for tuning in, we have a few more points to go over, I'm just going to have a small wine break, Mm. oh rosé, delicious, now, point number 10, again, something which does affect all sexes and all genders, but is mostly promoted towards women, You've had a lovely Christmas day. You've gorged yourself on turkey and stuffing and veg and all these other amazing things that I just love eating at Christmas. Pigs in blankets. Oh, it's so good. Cheese and biscuits and, and chocolate and, and all the other delicious things. Oh, God. Oh, it's so good. And then, almost as soon as the Christmas table is cleared, you've settled down on the sofa with a cold turkey sandwich. You take one bite. And an advert comes on, and another advert comes on, and an advert pops up on your phone, and on your computer, and it's for a fucking dieting program. I haven't even finished enjoying Christmas yet, and I'm being bombarded with ways how to shift those extra Xmas pounds. No! Why? 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 Why can we not just enjoy ourselves? Yes, have that chocolate. Yes, you have probably worked your ass off, ladies. Making Christmas badass. And you know what? You deserve that second slice of your log. You deserve half a tin of quality street. Yes, you fucking do. Girls, don't let anybody tell you you've got to lose weight after Christmas. New year, new you. What's wrong with you? You don't need to change yourself just because you've had a great time. I don't understand that at all. If you want to lose weight to make yourself healthier and happier, you do that. And that's fucking awesome and I applaud you for that because that is a hard choice to make and even harder to stick at. But what the fuck's with all these adverts everywhere telling you, pushing this ideal body down your fucking throat and in your eyes? And no, what's wrong with looking like you've had a bit of a good time? What's wrong with looking like you've enjoyed yourself at Christmas and all year round for that matter? Diet culture is so damaging, we know, to young women, old women and and men as well. Men, you need feminism too because you're expected to be perhaps not as strongly as women are expected to be slender women. Men are pushed this ideology or this image of being a buff man all the time. No way. (laughs) That's never going to happen. I want a glass of wine and a sausage roll and I'm never going to have abs because of that. If you have abs and you have the dedication to getting them, fucking well done. You have got better willpower than I. However, let's just enjoy Christmas for enjoying Christmas. Enjoy it with your family, with your friends, with your loved ones, with your cats, with your dogs, and gorge yourself and be happy and eat the presents you were given. Don't feel pressured to give them away because, oh God forbid, you'll gain an extra pound. Let's enjoy Christmas and eat food and be merry and be happy. Sounds sick, right? done. Now, number 11. We're getting through these guys. Thank you for sticking with me and my Christmas ramblings. I fucking love Christmas. Did I mention that? (laughs) Number 11, pagan traditions. Now, everybody knows that the winter solstice um, is effectively where Christmas celebrations came from. Um, Yule was a time where, um, I think it was midwinter, it was a pagan tradition to celebrate then and I found very interestingly a couple of points that are very easily linked back to the current Christmas story or Christmas tale linked directly into pagan traditions so here we are the first one is mistletoe mistletoe nowadays might just be a creepy way of creepy guys to force women to kiss them when they would never be kissing them anyway Yeah, mistletoe's pretty creepy again. Another sexist thing at Christmas. Come on, guys, stop ruining these things. Let's let mistletoe be nice. Regardless. Mistletoe, this tradition comes from the Norse goddess Frigga. Frigga? Frigga? And her son was killed by a spear of mistletoe, which is fucking sad, of course. However, he was, thank God, resurrected by some gods, And now everybody would kiss under mistletoe as a celebration of his life. To celebrate that he's been resurrected. So, that's why we kiss under mistletoe. Because of a Greek, Greek, no, sorry. Norse. Norse goddess Frigga. Thank you Frigga for being an absolute queen and bringing us that badass tradition. Next one, the chimney. Now everybody knows you hang out around the fireplace at Christmas. You hang your stockings on it. Which again it's another creepy thing because i think it came from stockings came from santa putting money in girls stockings which is quite creepy really isn't it ooh <laughs> anyway the chimney place this comes from the goddess hestia her name literally means hearth or yeah hearth so a fireplace and she would come down families fireplaces and chimneys and give gifts to the family and this was Thousands of years before Santa was even thought about. So, yeah. Hesia, thank you so much for being a badass Christmas lady and basically being the very first Santa Claus. Santa was a lady. Who would have thought that? Now, the sleigh. Santa rides in a sleigh with his gifts. This comes from the goddess Nerthus. Nerthus, Nerthus. She had a wagon and she always rode around around wintertime, midwinter, um it was pulled by oxen not by reindeer but wherever she went and all the towns there was no violence and wars stopped no men took up arms it was a time of peace and happiness and joy and yeah it was a lady riding around in a sleigh not quite a sleigh it was a wagon and there was ox and it wasn't quite reindeer but effectively that is where we got our modern idea of santa riding around in a sleigh a lovely badass lady again go ladies Now, finally, Christmas Eve. This used to be called Mother's Night, which was a celebration of three goddesses from, I think, Norse mythology again. And, yeah, this was a celebration to the three most powerful goddesses. And this was 6,000 years ago that this was celebrated. That is way, way, way before conception of Jesus or Santa or anything like that. So, traditionally, it was to celebrate the ladies again. Amazing. Women are so fucking cool, aren't they? Fantastic. Now, we have reached point number 12, boys and girls. Thank you so much for sticking with me. Uh, As I explained earlier in the intro, this episode was a little bit on the fly, but I love Christmas so much and I feel really passionately about all of these points I've made. And I'm actually really interested to speak to you guys about them. I am always on a quest to make the world a better place, a more even place, equal place, to spread feminism far and fucking wide, which is the equality of the sexes. So I want to talk to you about these points. If you have something to say, drop me an email. I'm going to put my email down below in the comments, um, in the description. So please come and talk to me about feminism at Christmas and how you think we can make the world a better place with feminism. Number 12, yes, Christmas is sexist. Don't let that ruin your Christmas, okay? Everything in the world has touches of sexism. It's unfortunately the way we have developed up to now. And we all have a responsibility to make the world a better place and to make it more fair for everybody and more diverse and just more beautiful. And what better time to do that than Christmas Christmas time where you should come together with your loved ones, tell them how much you love them, share gifts and food and wine and live within your means and within your happiness. Like, it's a beautiful time of year, guys, so be aware of the sexism, be aware of the history, but have a fucking awesome Christmas. Yes, it's still over a month away, no... I don't care. Merry fucking Christmas. Thank you so much for listening, guys. It's a stressful season that's coming up, so make sure you look after yourselves, have lots of self love. Make sure you, like I said, live within your means. Don't put yourself out of financial stress. You don't need to buy gifts, you don't need to buy big gifts. Christmas is about enjoying the company of people around you and living well. So if you know someone's struggling, try and give to charity, give to people, be aware of other people, just so many things I could say, let's be kind around this Christmas, Christmas should never be a time where people are sad, and I know it's going to happen, because a whole multitude of things could make Christmas a sad time for you, but if we all do our best, if we see someone having a bad time, pick them up, mosh pit rules guys, if someone's having a hard time, if someone falls down, pick them up, that's the Christmas spirit, all right? Thank you so much for listening to a Versation episode four. My name is Rebecca Crow. You can find me on Instagram at catsandcrows, Crows, which is K-A-T-S-A-N-D-C-R-O-W-S. Um, you can leave me comments on there about Christmas as well. Let's, let's have a wicked Christmas conversation. Let's get this started, guys. Christmas is a huge subject and there's so many things to talk about. Um, you can also find me on my Patreon if you want to see me naked, first and foremost. That is my job and it will definitely help me fund my Christmas present buying for my wonderful family and boyfriend and friends. So that's patreon.com forward slash Rebecca Crow UK. Also, Christmas gifts, shameless plug. If you would like to buy one of my 2018 calendars, um, they make a great Christmas gift. They're signed. There's 12 unique images in each one. They're all totally naked. And you can find those at rebeccacrowstore.bigcartel.com. Thank you so much, guys. Much love.